0: Good morning we are the in podcast welcome back bienvenue however you want to call it we don't have babble this week for the read but but we could based on my french there sally uh how are you
1: i'm great how are you
0: i'm trying to inject some life into the into the room we have a little i think a little sleepy studio this morning we
1: do well it's kind of like a sleepy morning it's a little chilly outside oh it's
0: so nice big day today, Randy
1: so. recovering from a stomach issue
0: I know and, and you know what's tonight if so if you're listening to this podcast it'll be it'll be over but tonight is Randy's three-year washed media anniversary dinner
1: oh and I know where y'all are going
0: <laughs> Red Lobster Randy did the claws I'm psyched what are you gonna get the cheddar biscuits or whatever they are the cheddar rolls uh-huh have to Um, And then we'll see on the entree. Does
1: Red Lobster have a lobster roll?
0: Ooh. Ready? We don't know.
1: What's your um, confidence percentage on like... Lobster in the
0: middle of Central Texas?
1: From a a food chain.
0: Uh, You know what? They've been around long enough that I'm pretty confident. I'm not going to pretend that it's going to be the best light scallop I've ever had in my life. I, I but I think I'm not I'm not stick nervous with, like, about it.
1: Shrimp or yeah. Something. Oh yeah.
0: Stick with shrimp. No problem.
1: Chicken. <laughs>
0: My pasta. <laughs> I'll have the fettuccine alfredo, please. Yeah. Um I've
1: never Randy, have you been to a red lobster before?
0: Uh only once. Okay. Only once, which was in Northwest Indiana, so I, I can't imagine it was much better. Only one. I thought this was like one of your spots. I, you think we were fancy enough to go to Red Lobster all the time? Jeez, Brett. Is Red Lobster fancy? We didn't have one. So famously in Saratoga, like Harbor Springs, chain restaurants weren't a thing. Right. You know, we had right. Ruby Tuesday was our one like chain. Was the okay. Big deal. Uh, and then a ninety nine. I don't know if that's even a chain, but yeah, we had to go to Clifton Park to eat all the big ones: the Two. Buffalo Wild Wings, the Olive Gardens of the world.
1: Georgetown didn't have a Red Lobster, I don't think. Uh, we, Chili's was like our big haunt. It was like, mm. ooh, going to Chili's.
0: Did you guys do the thing that I've heard that high school people in Texas do where like after high school football games, you would go chill at a Whataburger like, parking lot?
1: Uh, yes, we did that's, do that. That's wild to me. I think partially because our guy friends were hungry. And they wanted to eat. just football. Yeah. So we either went to Whataburger <laughs> yeah. or senior year, for some reason, we went to Wendy's a lot. I think because Whataburger mm. was like maybe too full of like losers. So we would go to Wendy's. Uh-huh. They would eat. We would all like hang out.
0: Mm. Okay. Uh,
1: that's, that's cool. I mean, it wasn't like a full-blown like...
0: Uh, it wasn't a rager.
1: Like, uh, no, I'm trying to think of the word that I want to use. From the real bros of simi valley it wasn't like a kickback
0: full-blown kickback (laughs) yeah
1: uh it was it was like literally like our guy friends eating and everyone getting like a fountain Mm -hmm. soda and Mm. then us going to someone's house usually
0: gotcha okay so it was more of like a stop on the way yeah okay uh what's your whataburger order
1: uh it's pretty much always the chicken fingers Mm. with gravy as the dipping sauce
0: Mm. Not bad.
1: Not bad. Uh, unless it's the morning and then it's potato, egg, and cheese, taquito. Ooh.
0: I've With never the done their breakfast. Salsa. So The taquitos oh, are... Oh, maybe good. I have done their breakfast. I'm sorry.
1: They're basically they're just breakfast tacos, but they're like steamed, I'm pretty sure, is the way they cook them. They're like Ooh. very soft. I mean, a honey butter chicken biscuit is probably the correct answer for the morning.
0: Mm-hmm. I've done that.
1: they're... They're potato, egg, and cheese taquito. The potatoes are just tots. So it's. it's
0: that's fun. You're doing slaps. a tater, a tater tot taco.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Tater taco. Uh, I go with the either grilled or um, fried chicken sandwich. That's that's a classic. Yeah. But I've done their burger recently after hockey, which is like Thursday night at about one in the morning when I'm driving back from fucking Cedar Park to where I live, which yeah. is not close. And I'm just i can't wait to get to this water burger
1: i i mean usually chicken fingers but if i if i'm not that hungry mm-hmm. my go-to drunk order when i was younger was a large fry mm. this is actually still a shit ton of food actually <laughs> large fry also a side of gravy dipping sauce just dip mm. the fries in the gravy
0: i don't hate that their, their fries are right up there with mcdonald's
1: i agree right
0: up there because they feel like they're the same actually honestly yeah uh, i i dip them in barbecue sauce myself mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. good so good uh are you getting absolutely crushed by this time change like like i am
1: uh yes and no i'm getting crushed because we have a kid and well, having yeah. a kid famously during a time change is oh, not great because
0: they're they, not a huge fan of change although
1: this one is easier the spring forward is easier mm, than okay. it is on the fall back because the fall back. Everyone wakes up earlier. I think honestly, this sounds bad. I I'm gonna be excited about it in like a week, but it being light out at like seven PM is throwing me off. It's like oh. I've been so tired, I just want to get into bed, but I feel bad because it's very bright out. Mm-hmm. Like I know I'm gonna be psyched about that like next week when we can like go outside and go on walks and stuff and like we can go out to dinner and be outside late and it's yeah. like light out, but right now I'm not liking it.
0: I can't i i love it i can't do the the dark mornings i am the dark so mornings i'm sleepy. Used to,
1: i think because i always drive to work in the dark
0: oh so it doesn't not a it whole doesn't lot it doesn't really
1: change for me Got and it. then i go okay. from the dark into like a bright ass or so it, it's mm-hmm. it's the same
0: yeah just bright ass cold ass or it's, yep. it's like working conditions <sighs> did you
1: fill out a bracket
0: i did i have uh your Texas longhorns taking it taking it down wow. cutting the nets down yeah
1: I haven't filled mine out yet. Actually, one today. of the
0: brackets I have is them over Purdue, oddly enough.
1: Rand, did you hear group. Randy's
0: uh, prediction for his Purdue Boilermakers? He going goes, out first round? They're going to go out and buy the Sweet 16. To, is that what you said? The first two rounds. is somewhere in there. Okay. And, he's, and he, said, he said, it is what it is. He goes, it is what it is.
1: I mean, Randy, as a Texas Longhorn, I'm here to tell you that that is like the Longhorns move. It's like going out in the first round. Usually first game, sometimes we eke out a win in the first game, and then the second game before we get to Sweet 16, we get absolutely rattled. This is probably the best our team's looked in a really long time. Yeah. And, I, you know, we beat Kansas twice in, like, a week. Mm-hmm. I just don't – I think – I want to believe that they have it in them. To get to like the final i
0: think based on their uh season of adversity if you will there's some there's like a little bit of a formula going on i like their new coach too i hope he gets a little bit of a chance to keep it going to not be an interim uh,
1: coach yeah i yeah i just i i know the longhorns too well i love them Mm -hmm. i hope we get to the end the big dance the the the
0: baba ganoush but
1: i (laughs) Like, we're going to get beat by, like, some fucking nine seed, like, game two. We'll see. You heard it here first.
0: We'll see. Uh, actually, we're going to go game by game uh, on, the, on this mail podcast and break down every matchup.
1: Yeah, that's Ready what, for this? That's what this, <laughs> this podcast is about. <laughs> no, we're not. Don't turn it off.
0: We're going to answer your questions. Subscribe on iTunes. Follow on Spotify. Uh, tell a friend about the pod. Send a clip. Shouts to Adam, who's been clipping away. Hit the hotline number, 888-362-M-A-I-L. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio, at Mail-In Podcast. You can write in at the link uh, in the description of this episode, where it says, write into the mail-in. Or just, I don't know, you can DM Sally or I. Mm -hmm. That works, too. Uh, Hit up the store washmedia.shop, Shop and hit up the YouTube to see our lovely faces in like four and a half k. It's far too high def now, Randy. I'm Thank you for the position to
1: stop filming these. But.
0: Thank you for the camera upgrade, but we need some. We need filters. a makeup artist if we yeah. don't have any filters going. Looking at you, buddy.
1: I think we need to get into it because some of these are doozies.
0: Let's do it. Uh, hey guys, Say other's best friend got engaged in December twenty two. Same week of engagement, that couple decided they will elope, June 23. Here's the deal. Told the friend group, no worries, just an elopement, so no worries on if you can make it or not. The invite, by the way, was texted. We decided we're not going, as we have many other trips this summer, along with a Mexico wedding with the same friend group in August. Well, the tables have turned, and the elopement has turned into a wedding. 160-plus invited, and now formal invites sent out March 1st. The friend is now saying, "If we do not come, they won't be mad, but they'll be disappointed." Is it a trash move for us to not go, or trash for this friend to flip the script from no big deal to disappointed in us for not going? Thanks in advance. Love y'all. Flip
1: the flipping scripts. Okay, I mean, I'm gonna take this as a guy wrote in. I, don't I know why. I'd assume so. So his his girlfriend's best friend got engaged.
0: Yeah, Sig other's best friend, girlfriend's best friend. Yes.
1: um, Okay. I've said this in the past. I think that, like, personally, I think that the person who wrote in is very valid in being like, no, we're not going. You told us that we didn't have to. And also, you were really nonchalant about it and then completely changed your mind. Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that. Yep. But
0: Mm, here's the but
1: it's the girlfriend's best friend. Is that going to like, uh, and I've said this in the past, if that ruins your relationship with somebody, maybe you weren't really friends with them in the first place. Yeah,
0: we've talked about, I feel like that's a common theme. Like if, if, if these wedding hangups are, are tearing down relationships, it's, it's not meant to be. Yeah. Or, or friendships or whatever it might be.
1: I, to me, this is like totally dependent on where the wedding is. If the wedding is like drivable. Yeah few hours away or, like, an easy flight that's not super expensive, then do it. Mm-hmm. But also, if it's gonna be a huge hassle, don't do it. Not just for the sake of, like, a- appeasing these friends who flip-flopped. For me, I I'm like... Don't not go to a wedding that's in your own town just to make a fucking point. <laughs> That's rude.
0: I gotta sorry. I, I have the follow up. It is wedding is in Florida. They live in St. Louis. Okay. So it's it's a, a good flight.
1: Eh.
0: Not a cross country flight per se, yeah. but it's a flight.
1: It's a flight. Okay.
0: I tend to agree with you that I think I'm operating under the first, the first nonchalant text. If I'm the obviously as the guy who's like. Are, now we're gonna do this and now yeah. it's another flight and you are like people. Formal invites went out in March. It's not exactly you have a year to plan or budget for it. Right. Um, I don't think it's a trash move. I think it's a trash move to say we'll be disappointed in not in, in you not going because you've already set these guidelines that, oh, we're gonna elope and no big right. deal if you make it great, if not, now it's turned into the wedding, like the wedding monster has caught the bride. Right. And now she wants to have the the fairy tale thing.
1: Well, clearly... The significant other, if it's her best friend, isn't even in the wedding, because that would be another thing. It's like, if you're in the wedding, you got to go, I guess, whatever.
0: Well, yeah, actually, I didn't even, I don't even think it's mentioned here.
1: Right. So, uh, I think you make the effort to, like, look into it, but if it's going to cost, and it definitely is, because it's 2023, Mm -hmm. like, more than $1,500 to go, and you have already budgeted to do other shit, then, like, I wouldn't sweat it. But I, again, the this couple, people, weddings cloud people's judgments mm-hmm. makes them very dramatic for no reason uh, if they're going to be upset about that when they told everyone literally two months before, like, don't worry about it.
0: Yeah. No, wedding, you, you got to, I mean, you set the standard. You, you I feel like there's a very limited amount of opportunity for you. Hey, we're going to have a black tie wedding. It's going to be in Italy. Like if you can make it great but that's what's going on. Yeah. You get one chance to really lay out the land here. If yeah. you're doing a text, hey, we're going to elope, you can't flip the script. You can't change. I think you get one opportunity. One right. moment to seize everything I mean, you've and, ever wanted.
1: To be fair, I flipped the script on us. Like I well, t- we had I, a big wedding planned and I told people like <laughs> 3 weeks before, like, "Hey, you want to travel across country to come see us get married?" And but to that end, I was like, I'm not going to be upset if you say no. Like
0: Right. There was that's the, I think that's the, the key difference is like I know this is flipping. I know I know if you can make it great, I'm not going to be disappointed. Right. This person's straight up saying we're going to be disappointed is crazy when you're flipping strips.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so much undue stress. I I think you look into it. Sure. And then do you have even more reason to like send the text be like, "Hey, we're really sorry. We just like when you told us back in December that you were going to elope, we have since made plans in the last Mm -hmm. two months Yeah, that have included like big trips that we're spending money on and (coughs) sorry, vacation time on, et cetera. And it's going to be really hard for us to get to Florida. Uh, If you can make it happen, great. But I'm, I'm in the camp of like, look into it. And then you have a full reason to like the excuse of like, I we can't financially or yep. with time make this happen. But don't like not go to a wedding that's like in Houston when you live in Austin just because they said uh, that yeah. they did, we're going to get the lope and now it's a principal thing.
0: Agreed with that. If there's a flight involved, look into it. You, you had plans, you made plans, you, they flipped the strip, bada bing, bada boom. Put a bow on it.
1: And like send them a nice gift.
0: There you go. Pizza stone perhaps. Sure engraved uh you know what i would send as a wedding gift to this lovely couple
1: this would be better as like an engagement gift like get hot for the wedding Ooh. With, with this
0: is it hot hot wedding summer
1: sure it's hot sponsored by summer.
0: athletic greens sure i'm taking athletic greens every day uh it is become a routine for me it has become something that i do it's like kind of like making your bed you know mm-hmm. navy seals say making your bed sets you up for the rest of the day Well, I do that plus Athletic Greens.
1: Wow. I don't make my bed, but I do take Athletic Greens.
0: Athletic Greens is 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole whole food-sourced superfoods. God, I always stumble over that one. Probiotics and adaptogens to help you start the day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. I don't know if there's anything it doesn't do. I can't legally say that, but that's a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, AG1 is the, I guess, what the, the the concoction is called in my little scooper. Uh huh. Glass of water, fill it up. I had to change my water filter, by the way. Thanks for reminding me, Sally. Pop it in there, spoon around, down the hatch. I'm I have two little
1: ice cubes in mine. Make it like you? a little cocktail. No oh,
0: okay. Maybe a lemon wedge or something like that.
1: No, but that's a good idea.
0: Mm, Okay. Lifestyle-friendly, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It also contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while still tasting good. And we all know it supports better sleep quality and recovery. You're taking a multivitamin every day sometimes, and it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. So here's the deal, Sally. Sally athletic greens it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop of in a cup of water every day like we mentioned that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d plus five free travel packs with your first purchase all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com mail in again that is athleticgreens.com slash mail-in to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Sally, you want number two?
1: Yes. Okay. What's up, mail-in crew? First time, long time. What is your advice for someone in their late 20s who's feeling stuck, lost despite having success? I'm 27 years old. live in the RDU area. Raleigh-Durham? Mm-hmm. Okay. working for one of the top medical and research institutions in the country. Although I would consider my life to this point to be pretty successful with my job, marrying my wife and building a home, I am feeling lost. I feel disconnected from my friends and family and constantly chasing a break in my job. Uh, or sorry, constantly chasing a break. My job is your standard nine to five and I work remote most days of the week. My wife has started to pick up on it and it is causing tension in our relationship. Me not wanting to hang out with her or show any interest in doing things. Do I need a vacation? A secret a secret ayahuasca trip or something deeper I need to look into. Much love.
0: Yeah, I was gonna go with ayahuasca trip, but he mentioned it. So Really? No. I mean yeah. you can. That's a that's a great way to switch things up, I think, but that this is this was this was me. Then when we talk about radically look like at the tattoo to, to boot. Radical change begins mm-hmm. radical change. This was, you know, a comfortable, successful, doing fine. Everything's going well. Yeah. But like you just kind of feel, you, you get stuck. Right. And it's something, especially now that's causing tension in a relationship, you got to change something up, whether yeah. it's your job, whether it's your location. And I wonder if this is coming from a place of like, Uh, am am i missing out on something am i do i wish i was doing something else do i wish i had followed a hobby or a dream or like why like where is this coming from where's the stuck feeling coming from or is it too routine is like the the salary too you know you're three percent a year or whatever you know is there something that's too routine about his life that is causing this
1: right i think this is really normal for people Mm -hmm. at his age Quarter life crisis right yeah the quarter life crisis i think for me at this age I was very much living, like, weekend to weekend, trip to trip, because at the time I was working in the ICU, so I would work, like, two weekends a month, so all my life was literally measured in, like, the weekends I had off, and Mm -hmm. most of the time that was going somewhere, so because at that age I was either going to weddings or bachelorette parties or coming to Austin to visit Will or doing whatever, and so I measured my life like that, like, I was living in a suitcase, essentially, and I felt very unsettled. Mm -hmm. And, um... I I think this manifests in a bunch of different ways for people, depending on what's going on in their life. It's almost like he has everything he's wanted. Or was told he needed. Like, like, now what? And Yeah. So, I think, first of all, I'm gonna say what I always say, seek therapy. Um... I think someone else helping you recognize what the... First of all, what the issue is, like Mm -hmm. what the catalyst is for feeling this way, is the most important step. And sometimes you need a professional's help identifying those feelings. Um, I know, looking back now, for me, it was that I was unsettled, that I I needed routine. And I thought I was happy, like, Just living my life, going to all these things, being present in all my friends' lives and having a relationship and doing all this stuff. But I really needed like an actual nine to five routine. So Mm -hmm. when I went to grad school, it like fixed a lot of it for me. Interesting. He might be the opposite. Um I think he's probably missing something in his life, whether it is like getting a new hobby or, you know, starting to work out or whatever it is that he needs to do but he doesn't you like first step is like identifying what that is and i i think therapy is really helpful in that sense because it's like really getting down to so much of therapy is just being able to identify your own emotions surrounding things
0: yeah and a lot of the time in when i was in therapy it was like I, i you end up answering a lot of your own questions right yourself it's kind of an interesting like Your therapist sort of helps you do that, helps you along with that. But I think that's something that I think this guy would end up feeling or end up doing is saying, oh, like...
1: Humans are really bad about identifying their own emotions. We're really quick to, like, put our emotions on other people or, like, Mm -hmm. tell people how they're feeling. We're really bad at telling ourselves, like, okay, you're angry. Why are you angry? Like, identify that. That's like the biggest thing. Whenever Will and I go to therapy, it's like, okay, you had this fight, but like, what was the cause of it? And I'm like, well, you did this, but it's like, okay, really, actually, well, how did you feel in that moment? And is that why you've, you know, what is the reason you felt this way? So, number one, I think going to therapy. Obviously, I think talking to your wife and telling her you kind of are feeling disconnected, you feel kind of lost, like, yeah, like stuck. letting her know what is going on and that's why you feel pretty like blase about a lot of stuff happening and you don't want to do activities or go on trips or whatever like that but i think we get into this especially at this age but all the time where you are just either you're like a mouse in a wheel just or a hamster on a wheel just like going right. going going until you finally get off for some because something knocks you off whether it's like some life event or something like yeah, that Yeah,
0: the cog in the machine
1: right or we we do these things where we're like oh i'm gonna like plan this huge trip and I'm like i'm gonna think about all that or i'm gonna plan this wedding and i'm gonna yeah. think about all that and then once that's over it's so unfulfilling because i was like,
0: just gonna say that like you you can't just say i'm gonna take a trip to the i'm gonna do the appalachian trail or whatever because yeah. it's like then you're putting all the eggs in the basket of something that's not sustainable changing your entire mindset on things maybe right. you, maybe you find something there or you like kind of find yourself or whatever but that's why i say like I, my initial reaction was like oh take a trip but i was like that doesn't necessarily i think things.
1: it can help it can but certainly especially help. if you put like you said if you put all your eggs in the basket of like planning this thing looking forward to it and then once it happens if you didn't get what you needed out of it then mm-hmm. you're like okay what do i do now yeah this was and me just and my, constantly my road searching trip. for what's next
0: yeah I, I i did that i was like i'm gonna cr- drive cross-country and like whatever happens like happens um but i think you hit the you, you said something earlier sal that i think like crushed the the nail on the head what's like you, this guy is by by on paper successful job great wife Home, built a house yeah yeah he did what he was supposed to do supposed to in quotes right yeah and is that didn't is not fulfilled by that and now it's it's almost a disappointment like uh, that what well i did what i was supposed to do why why isn't life just perfect in sunshine and rainbows turns out it's like a, a lot of things go into life but yeah um i think therapy's first step that's the he mentions this is something deeper i need to look into give therapy a go
1: i think too people when people get to this crossroads in a life where they're like i'm unfulfilled so they do something like get into a relationship they don't need to be in or in this guy's case like Obvious next step for him would be like, have a kid.
0: Yeah. But like,
1: that's the problem. People get in these mindsets where they're like, I'm unhappy. So let me like add something to my life and that'll make me happy. Yeah. And guess what? A lot of times, whatever you add to your life that you think will make you happy might in the short term, but that's Mm -hmm. never a reason to do it in the first place. So, like, I always say this, not I always say this, but I have thought this about people, like couples that I know that are like, oh, we're like, gonna have a kid like we're gonna have another kid we're having marital problems we're gonna have another kid
0: what what's the connection that's like a good idea
1: like you think that's gonna fix what's going on right now why is it such a
0: common thing
1: right or like somebody who just got out of a relationship who's like okay you know what okay i'm gonna fix what happened i'm gonna just get another relationship or like i'm Mm -hmm. just gonna move jobs or i'm gonna do whatever i think that i do think there is a point of making radical change to make radical change. But I also think you have to be self-aware enough to know like, okay, sometimes I might just need to sit in this for a second and figure out what's going on. Instead of just adding something to my life because I think it'll make me happy. Yeah, there's... Like, I, I feel like this was like at this age, I had a bunch of friends who were like, I'm going to move to New York.
0: Th- that's what I did. Yeah, I'm so to New
1: York. That's <laughs> It's going to fix everything. And radical like, change is, is
0: one thing, but you... <laughs> You got to make sure that radical change is like is, is gonna be a good like there's, right. I'm not gonna go live on a houseboat in the Mississippi and River.
1: Sometimes the radical change needs to happen so that you can realize you made a mistake and that you did not need that change in your life. Yep. But I think people, especially in the mid 20s, look around and think either I have it all and now what, or the person next to me have it all has it all and I need to like do what they're doing. So you're yeah. on one sp- end of the spectrum or the other. And we'd make all these stupid decisions being like, I want what he has. Or this Mm -hmm. guy's like, damn, I have it all. And I'm looking at my single friend and like, I want what he has. And it's so much looking like at the other person, the grass is always greener, et cetera. And us just mimicking each other's lives because we think the other person's happy. And in reality, I think most of my friends felt like this at some point in their life. Yeah, absolutely. Especially at this age, Mm -hmm. like probably 25 to 30 at some point felt this lost. And it takes really understanding yourself and the motivations behind why you feel that way to Mm -hmm. really, like, fix the problem. But instead, we chase all of these, like, meaningless things to try to make meaning out of our lives. So I think having a professional sit there with you and just kind of go through some of that, it's a slow process. It's not You're not going to, like, find the answer in a week but i think it's that's what necessary. the ayahuasca trips for yeah the ayahuasca trip i helped you
0: last thing i'll say on this is that uh uh rdu guy 27 year old swing by austin let's have a beer because i i was here yeah so i think that's also a good way to and
1: find comfort in knowing that everyone has been right
0: there. Uh, yeah this is a lot of people yeah uh how about number three sally here we go what's up y'all I am newly engaged and starting to plan a wedding. Congratulations. But here's the deal. Yesterday, when I asked my parents about the budget, I found out that I got monica a Friends reference there. Yeah. Let me explain. I'm 30 years old, and my parents figured I would never settle down. So my dad spent my wedding fund on an 80s Porsche. Really cool car, and I'm genuinely happy for him. They're giving us a little bit of money, and while we're very grateful, it's not enough to even cover the cost of a tiny backyard wedding. Thankfully, my fiancé and I have worked hard and have quite a bit of money saved up to throw our own wedding, but spending it on one night is a hard pill to swallow. On the one hand, that money could be used to buy something fun, to travel, or maybe even a down payment for a cabin in the mountains. On the other hand, this is something we only get to do once in our lives, and it's a chance for all of our close friends to get together and have excuse me, an awesome time and celebrate. What's the move here? Love to hear your thoughts. She got monica would
1: I mean, she really got exactly monica I think that that's what her Monica's <laughs> dad did. It's like he bought a Porsche. Um, okay. Cool car, though. <laughs> my, uh, I think she answers it herself when she says, my fiance and I have worked hard and have quite a bit of money saved to – to throw our own wedding, but spending it on one night is a hard pill as well. Yeah,
0: I and I did that.
1: Uh, I am of the camp, and I think many of my friends who are married and are older now would are probably would back me on this uh, elope and use the money for something else, mm-hmm. like maybe throw a cool party in your hometown.
0: Yeah. So, sorry, keep keep going. I like,
1: just... uh, go somewhere. Elope, take take a fucking cool trip, take great pictures, spend you know a chunk of money on that, but not like an obscene amount, and then mm-hmm. maybe throw a party at like in your backyard or so or or at a local bar or yeah. something where everyone gets together and celebrates you, and have it be low stress instead of spending. Like a hundred thousand dollars on a wedding planner and a band and food that's marginal and a dance floor that has your initials like yeah. engraved on it with a light and a photo booth and all these things that no one remembers because everyone does that now. And then you're just one more. Wedding in the cog sea of in the wedding, wedding. Machine, exactly, man. so you know what people do remember though, when you're in Italy on like the back of like a camp craft boat taking pictures and you look really hot, and everyone's like, Oh ho, ho, shit, Sarah did it. look at Sarah over there, her and her husband freaking eloped in Italy, they look awesome. I'm so jealous of their trip. I'm telling you I mean, I literally had friends who did that exact thing and like eloped in Lake Como and everyone's like, oh. Damn, they really did it. And then they did have a party yeah, um, in Austin. But like something like that is so much more memorable to people. And if it, uh, not that you, it, the whole point is for the memories of other people, but that is what weddings are for. Because let me tell you, when you plan a wedding, you you are not having fun. You think you're having fun. You're, you're not having fun. You're supposed to be having out. fun. We're,
0: this is fun. We're having
1: fun. It's you're, like golf. <laughs> you're panicking. Because someone showed up late to something, and it doesn't matter if you have a wedding coordinator or whatever, you think about the dumbest things, like the fact that it took an hour extra time to eat dinner, or that the band took a break for too long, or that your bridesmaids' dresses were the wrong color, they were a different shade of light pink than you know the rose pink they were supposed to be. Those are stupid things to worry about. But those are the things that society tells you you have to worry about as a bride. Mm -hmm. And I'm just telling you, save yourself the heartache. You think that's what you want. And maybe, I mean, I dreamt of my wedding literally since I was, like, a kid. Partially, thanks to friends and their whole wedding hoopla. And Lily and I, like, Um, loved getting bridal magazines and, like, looking at them. And I think now, I look back on that, and that, like, even the three months that I spent planning a wedding that ended up getting canceled... Like I was miserable. I was miserable the whole time, and you think you're like I'm gonna. I'm in the best time of my life. I'm engaged, and and it's just not like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I Grant I over. have sort of like anybody who knows me knows I'm like I I'm, I love weddings. Yeah, love weddings, and and imagine myself.
1: You love weddings because you haven't been the groom yet
0: true no absolutely I'm, I'm I, love telling you. I love it like, yes, you're like, the one I, got I love married. attending weddings yeah is what uh,
1: it's so fun to attend weddings yes so fun
0: but I don't know what goes into planning a wedding yeah. I don't know what goes into being engaged I, all I my I think my my mindset on this whole you know like in an ideal world what I would do future tense has changed yeah from the well I want to have like a 400 person wedding and huge and and still would want that but realize the financial burden that that comes with and you know not to get morbid don't have the the parental support yeah. anymore um so i i think i am kind of in the camp of like small wedding wedding mm-hmm. you know celebrating marriage and what comes with that and then big party like yeah somehow connecting those not necessarily the same weekend not necessarily the same area whatever it might be but having a big non-stressful party to go along with whatever i basically i i relish the opportunity because again with with my the parents thing like realizing that life is short and getting everybody together again um is important to me yeah kind of just a not selfish thing but like that's. Important to me now, yeah. Um, whether it's family, friends, you name it, just knowing that I, I won't get to do that again. Yeah, and knowing that that's you're what never going to have a party that's right. fully
1: focused on you. That's exactly. a good point.
0: Um, and so I still want that, and yeah. I still want that to be big because I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of people that I care about and I would want to see and want to be yeah. there. But I don't want the pressure of having to go up to every table and be like, "Hey, hi, who, hi, who, oh, yeah." But I don't know. That's a, that's a long way of saying that I think you somehow do both kind of like we mentioned where it's small this big that and still have the cabin in the woods.
1: Yeah, I think um I I feel like I talk about my wedding a lot on here because we mm-hmm. get a lot of wedding questions, but the amount of time I spend thinking about my wedding that was 3 years ago is pretty much zero. Yep. And I loved my wedding, but like I don't I don't think about that today. And we have pictures in our house. That are not even actually from our actual wedding. They're like they were taken like four months later. Uh, I never think about that day, mm-hmm. like, except for our anniversary or when I talk about it on here. Yeah. But like, I I totally understand. I think that's a great point. You are really it's the one time in your life that you it, everyone gets is coming to celebrate you. I do think that there is a better, less stressful way to do that. I think absolutely. I think yeah. having a party, not calling it a wedding. Think about. And I know this for you. I like think about the way that you want to interact with people. Is mm-hmm. it like you and a tux going table to table shaking hands? Or is it like you at a like a giant outdoor space with a bunch of bars and like being able to just like casually talk to all it your is friends?
0: A hundred percent that. Me with a beer in my hand, going circle to circle, like right. and putting just my like arm around. Chatting somebody. it up. Yeah, exactly. And
1: so think about how you want to interact with people because at a wedding, you don't get to do that. You mm-hmm. get to like be whisked away to take pictures and this yeah. and that, like.
0: And I, I love being a part of that. I, you know, I would love. I not to. This is not like what. What would we do? But I think every every wedding I've been to has been unique in its own right and just fun in its own way. And so I'm not. I don't. I never want to poo. Very traditional standard, wedding setups, and the other thing I love about a wedding is the multiple day kind of arrangement. Mm-hmm. So if you're not in it. And you're you know friday you have the rehearsal dinner it's fun and then you go out and saturday you play golf or whatever it might yeah. be and so i love that aspect too yeah um and would like to incorporate that somehow but i think it's one of those things that the more the older i get the more i i realize what i would want and obviously yeah. this doesn't
1: versus what society wants
0: yeah 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 totally uh you know what i also want so
1: healthy meals
0: healthy meals and to cook the absolute frick out of a green chef meal tonight i won't be doing that because it'll be a red lobster but if i wasn't a red lobster i would be cooking a green chef meal that i got in the uh in the mail actually yesterday Uh green chef is something that has made me like a better person not to be weird about that not to get too deep here but like i used to go take out all the time all the time yeah or cooking like frozen fish sticks basically like i I had no cooking ability okay never have and just lived in new york my counter space was uh, about the size of this road caster to work with so i was just like all right whatever pasta and fish fillets that was it green chef has introduced me to becoming self-sufficient in the kitchen yeah, because they give you the tools to be your own boss, and what I mean by that is they give you the ingredients to make things, and say, "Here's how you do it," not just a meal that's like, "Here, set it and forget." Right. Um, and so you learn knife skills, you learn what vegetables you like, you learned you learn to cook. Basically. You played it, and you played it. I played mine's coming
1: today. Work. I'm very pumped about it because I literally was thinking like, I need to go to the store. uh, I like got a meal plan. Like, what am I gonna make? and Mm -hmm. i saw the ups notification that mine was getting delivered and i was like oh hell yeah
0: let's i don't even have to think about
1: anything like i literally it's going to come to my door today and make whatever is in my box immediately tonight Mm -hmm. probably do something tomorrow we probably will go out on friday make it on saturday like i'm pumped it'll be
0: great how about some thai style coconut shrimp soup
1: have you done that yet
0: no but i'm about to
1: okay I don't, know what's in my bo- I, didn't, I don't know what's in my box. I, I kind of like a surprise.
0: How about some turmeric maple pork Power Bowls?
1: Honestly, everything's so good that I let them just choose for me. How about I never some even like go on there.
0: Parmesan linguine with shrimp and bacon. Are you kidding me?
1: It's so good.
0: <sighs> my mouth is literally watering. So I'm here's the deal. Now. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well. With dinners that work for you, not the other way around. It's got options for every lifestyle, keto, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, and gluten-free. And their recipes feature premium proteins, seasonal organic produce, and sustainably sourced seafood. They're trying to get me with these tongue twisters. Yeah. Expand your palate with unique farm-fresh ingredients like figs, dates, and artichokes. That is such a good point because my palate, uh, normally a little more on the immature side, I guess. Green Chef has has vastly expanded what I'm what I'm into as far as cooking goes Yeah. and tasting goes. So here's the deal, salad. Go to slash mail 60 and use code mail60 to get 60% off your order plus free shipping. Again, slash mail 60 and use code mail60 to get 60% off plus Free shipping. Green Chef, number one meal kit for eating well. You want the next one? Speaking of doozies.
1: This one is, wow. Sally and Brett. My best friend's wife texted me the other day saying her husband and she have an open hall pass system where they get to pick one person they can repeatedly hook up with, no questions asked. Okay. And then I was hers. So we're not
0: doing celebrity hall passes. We are doing- correct.
1: This is like a- Just in the wild.
0: Your buddy's wife.
1: Okay, great. Uh, I'm hers, and wanted to know if I was game and when. I had no clue how to react and I told her that her husband was my best friend. There's no way I was getting involved in anything and we should not speak of it anymore. As I'm trying to figure out how to handle this with my friend, she sends me multiple screenshots of conversations with her husband where they discuss their system it turns out her husband is actively using his. At this point, I'd seen enough to know she wasn't trying to cheat on him and that their system was real and actually a big reason for why their relationship is so strong. But I mentioned that I'd feel better hearing it from him, to which she said that he doesn't know and couldn't know that it was me, that it'd be too weird for him if he knew that his wife's hall pass was his best friend. I feel like I need to stay out of this, or if I were to get involved, I would at least need to talk to my friend about it first, which she has explicitly told me not to do. What do you think I should do? Oh, boy. I'm not <laughs> kidding you. I oh, boy. I think that if I was this guy, I would be like, this is an elaborate joke you're playing on me. Like, I obviously know that people have a relationship. We sure. have talked about yeah. it in the past. Mm-hmm. But like, because it's his best friend. You can't. I think I I literally, I think if this happened to me, I would be like, you are totally fucking with me. There's no way this is true. You have fabricated these screenshots just to like, like This mess is with like an, a,
0: an elaborate
1: this is a full-blown prank or like an attempt to like prove that I'm a bad person. Right.
0: I was going to say, <laughs> is this like some sort of, is this a gotcha scheme?
1: So, okay.
0: Or is this the FBI?
1: I don't think that's the case. Like that is just going so far to like.
0: I have so many questions. With
1: someone. <sighs> the, the best friend for me is what it's, it's like, no, that's a hard, hard no.
0: Hard no. This is a no across the board. Do not get involved, do not pass go, do not collect $200, Correct. do not spend $200.
1: It's your best friend's best friend's wife.
0: But it, did it does this like when this guy say he went through with it and then he gets a girlfriend and he's like, "Hey, by the way, I'm in this like weird yeah, polyamorous don't ask, don't tell situation." You'd have to drop it then anyway. Yeah. Two, was there feelings here before? Like did they know each other before? The other than like, why are we sorting this out now? Did, this should have been years ago. And and three like, he's gonna find out if you do it.
1: Yeah, the best friend part makes it so messy. If you're just like mere acquaintances. I, I, fine, I'm i going to fully admit it's very hard for me to wrap my head around open relationships. Agreed. Um, so I might not be answering that to the best of my ability. And people who are listening to this who are in open relationships are probably going to think that I'm a prude or that I am saying things that aren't true or whatever. That's okay. Nope, whatever. I fully am going to admit I. it's hard for me to understand that as a monogamous person.
0: And for me, I'm, whatever floats your boat.
1: Yeah. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just saying yeah. I think for me – My hard time with this totally stems from it being his best friend's wife. I Mm -hmm. think if you are in an open relationship, at least for me personally, I would have to, it would have to be somebody I, like, didn't know in the outside world. Because Mm -hmm. then that just really confuses your ability to, like, keep those things separate. Like, to have just sex with somebody versus, like, an Mm -hmm. actual relationship. And as... As this guy's best friend, you probably are around him and his wife a lot. So it's you already have like a rapport, you already have a friendship. So then to like add sex to it is only gonna confuse uh, like what is the, there. So you don't wanna like start a sexual relationship with the wife and then somehow feelings develop. Y- yeah. Which is it a problem like because like they're probably... like run in the same friendship circle, obviously. Yes. I think that's less likely to happen if it's just someone, like, some random that you met at the gym that you have, like, no outside relationship with. Mm-hmm. If you're having sex with somebody randomly that you don't know, besides your sexual relationship with them, you're not going to, like, develop feelings as easily as somebody that you're around all the time because it's your husband's best friend. Agree. So, that's number—I mean, already, number one for me is, like, don't portray your best friend like that, mm-hmm. even if this is something he's completely okay with. But number two is like, don't make it messy because what if you develop feelings for the wife or vice versa? That's yeah. going to be just unbelievably messy. And three, I think, again, even if the husband is very cool with it, he probably wouldn't be cool with it if it was his best friend. Correct.
0: If That's why she's like, oh, he can't know about it. Right. Do, this just do do not even consider this.
1: And I think being very honest with her, of like, I'm not comfortable with this because, yeah. because Sam is my best friend. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to I, – I value our friendship and my relationship with him more than I want to have sex with you. And, Bottom line. Uh, and also your friendship. Yeah.
0: Bottom line. That, boom. Uh, done. But man, what a, what a situation. And then
1: I also am like, even when you end that or you like or firmly tell her no you're still like shit I like want to tell my best friend like FYI your wife wants to fuck me I don't like and also like
0: there's gonna be a third friend who's like hey what are you doing like I'm just there's no way this ends harmoniously for anybody what if what if what if she gets pregnant and like
1: I don't know it's who who yeah don't do I, it. And firmly say no, and then I guess try to get over it. I don't, I don't even know where you go after that.
0: Yeah, then they see each other at the like cookout after he tells her no, and it's like, hey, how are, how are you? Yikes. Yeah. Let's do the next one. What's up, mailing crew? Uh, at the end of this month, my brother will be finalizing his divorce from a particularly horrible woman. Our crew would love to do something to celebrate this event. What's the best gift slash way to celebrate a divorce? We doing divorce parties? I, why not? Sure. Screw it. My buddy Harbs uh, coined the dad slur party. That's like you're on. becoming
1: a dad yeah. and you're so, having a little bachelor party? Yep. Okay.
0: I like um, that. Yeah. Like they went to Nashville, went to a hockey game, went out for a night. Celebrate your wins home. and losses, dude. Yeah. Divorce. Divorce party. Hopefully it's not too uh, financially uh, ho- horrendous, I guess.
1: Uh, okay. I think end of the month... You don't have a lot of time. You, don't, I mean, it doesn't have to. You don't have to do a whole weekend out of it. Like
0: no, it can be a a, a night out at the very least. And if you want to go, a two day, dinner, two day Vegas with trip with the
1: boys, yeah, or around a golf, mm-hmm. or it's it's starting to get warm out. If you live in a warm place, a little pool day somewhere, like get a pool pass at a hotel, Ooh. go hang out for the day with like a bunch moves. of guys,
0: yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of dudes at a pool.
1: Well, you know, i just I think you make it kind of like. A new bachelor party, a and mm. a re bachelor party. Oh,
0: that's the word, re bachelor, re bachelor.
1: But you don't have to do a full three day weekend. You can just do like a one day thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. One day, blow it out. Get your buddy shit faced. Yeah. Get his Uber home and then call it a day.
1: Yeah, it, I I think that there's plenty of a fun activity. Uh,
0: and if you see Sally and her crew at at a hotel pool, please buy them drinks. I- <laughs>
1: I won't be at a hotel pool <laughs> I
0: soon. just remember you, you and Lily were saying the last bachelorette party you we went to in Vegas. It was like, you're like, so where, who's, where, where are the drinks? At Lily's
1: bachelor, bachelorette <laughs> party in Vegas, we were like waiting for people to buy us drinks mm-hmm. and I, or like invite us to their table. And I was so pissed. I was like, we are 30. We all make good money. Not me at the time because I was a student. Why in the hell? are we waiting for these idiots to invite us to their table that we don't even want to hang out with? Why can't we just buy our own table? Yeah. Lily? Lily.
0: I was no like, no obviously
1: fence. I can't. I'm six figures deep in the student <laughs> debt, but everyone else can, so I will happily glom <laughs> onto that. But I am not going to whore myself out for a shitty vodka cran.
0: Mm. A, a $29 vodka cranberry. <laughs> Ugh.
1: The worst. The worst.
0: Yeah, I think around, around, you know what? Just make a day of it. morning i think back to we we used to call it like the serotonin trifecta the morning we get on the boat uh water ski wakeboard afternoon we hit the track and night we go out or a golf round in the morning yeah. boom 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 have a big day re-bachelor day yeah you wanna you'll you'll need the next morning so you know what you'll need
1: yeah i can i think i know
0: liquid IV. It's not liquid magma but it's liquid iv if you're trying to improve your health hydration is a great place to start and liquid iv is the hydration brand that fuels your well-being you familiar with the hydration multiplier sally
1: yeah i am well it's, it's
0: great it's the one product you're, you're missing in your daily routine if you're not taking it, which you might be we get so much liquid iv it's crazy
1: i i do actually take liquid iv daily Usually, well, most days in the OR, not in the OR, but like I go out, throw it in a water bottle, chug that, go mm-hmm. back in the OR.
0: Bada bing, bada Because I
1: don't have time to be drinking probably what I should be drinking, which is about three liters. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a long case, I have about 15 minutes to hydrate. Well, so I want to multiply that hydration.
0: That's why you need a stick of liquid IV because it, in 16 ounces of water, uh, hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Look at that. Contains five essential vitamins, including B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C, with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Um, I'm, I'm on like a liquid IV at any time of day for any situation kind of kick. That's like my favorite part about them. They have the immune support, which is like if you feel a cold coming on, loading you up with vitamin mm-hmm. C, if you, uh, if you just work out. Perfect for for rehydrating yourself, and then in the morning, there's the energy blend, the matcha energy blend. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you got one liquid IV for anything you need, or the morning after when you're feeling uh, maybe a little a little down, a little groggy perhaps. Yeah. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get twenty percent off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Malin at checkout. That's twenty five, excuse me, twenty percent off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code mail at liquidiv.com. Last one, Sally?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to do it? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I keep forgetting that I'm reading the evens. How do you handle a bachelor-bachelorette party dropout who hasn't paid for the Airbnb activities yet? Do we split the cost among everyone who is still expecting... Do we split the cost among everyone, or do we still expect this person to pay their fair share since everything was planned and budgeted to include an extra person?
0: I think there's a timing aspect here. If it's a week before the thing, they have to pay. Yeah. If it's nine weeks before the thing, you you eat their cost.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So I don't know what perfect like, is it two and a half weeks? Is it a month? Like, I don't know what that time frame is where the liability goes to the person that dropped out but i know there is a time frame i think uh
1: yeah i i think the time frame i think with like less than a month out it's not unreasonable to ask the person who dropped out like hey i you know i know you dropped out is there any like we were kind of expecting you to pay for the airbnb is there any way you'd i i feel like the when this has happened in the past the person is either like dropped out way early or it's been right before and they're like i'll still cover my airbnb
0: yeah absolutely because you have yeah it's this the same thing with any cancellation policy it's yeah. Like within a week you, you yeah. can't get your money back like that's just how it works is they can't rebook it
1: right i think yeah obviously case cut by case basis i i think if they dropped out and they haven't paid for anything yet like For us, we always had to pay for the Airbnb up front. Mm -hmm. So if you're already, if you have not paid for that yet, or maybe somebody put it on one card, I think you just try to let that person slide. Okay. But I also think like for me, it's one thing to like cover the cost of accommodations that you're not attending. Yep. I think it's a different thing to like have to pay for the party barge or whatever. I
0: So I was just going to say that. I think you're remain on the hook for the accommodations because yeah. that that that's tough to 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 get out of or whatever yeah the party barge or the party bus you i i don't think you're liable for yeah in a dropout situation i unless again it's like the day before
1: right but it's also like what's the reason for cancellation because if yeah, they are canceling no, sure. because like they can't afford it or someone got sick and they need to stay home or whatever mm. Like, don't make, don't be a dick and make that person pay. Right. Hopefully, right, right. the whoever cancels, it doesn't sound like this is the case, but if you cancel and you're leaving your friends in a lurch, I think it's like the nicest thing to do to be like, hey, I'm still going to cover my accommodations. Like, I yes. went to a 40th birthday party in December and I had to leave a day early. I still paid for the night that I was not there because mm-hmm. I was like, I, I I decided like a week before that I had to leave a day early yep. or that I figured out a week before that I had to leave a day early. So I was like, I'm not going to make all of y'all cover that. But at the end of the day, it's also like probably 20 bucks a person. Right. Yeah.
0: Don't, don't cry over spilled milk. Is that the same? Like, yeah, it, like, like it's one thing, the Airbnb, <laughs> if it's 900 bucks a person or whatever yeah. it might be, if we're, if we're splitting hairs over the cost of a tea time or, or, you know, whatever it might be. Right. Lay off a little bit.
1: Case by case basis. I don't think it's, uh i don't think it's wrong to ask the person who dropped out like hey i know you recently dropped out we're only a couple weeks out is there any chance you're still going to cover any of it let me know so i can like recalculate everything yep that's all you have to say
0: yep that's fair and hopefully there's some sort of like obligation on their end to be like okay yeah i'm still going to pick this up because you you know you you plan and budget and people have already paid or something you know like that gets tricky yeah um that's gonna do it sally do you have any shower thoughts
1: I don't have any shower thoughts. Do you have shower I thoughts? I do. Okay, let's hear it.
0: I do. So I was running low on wine. Um, you know, you kind of lose the or you get down to the last couple of bottles in okay. your in your collection here. I think what I'm gonna do moving forward, and this is by no means gaming the system, but are you familiar with these like wine subscription services? There's like first leaf is an example no, or, or whatever. Wink. When yeah. you move somewhere, you get like a little card in your in your mail. There are so many of these wine, not wine clubs per se, but their, their introductory offer where you get like 14 bottles of wine for $60 total. Okay. And then you just cancel it a month in. Okay. I think I'm just going to do that for the rest of my life. Because Are there that
1: many subscriptions that you can get away with that?
0: There's at least five.
1: Okay. But are they wines you want?
0: Oh, Maybe. I don't know, we'll see. Well, I'll let you know how the quality of Nat Geo wines literally National Geographic's Wines of the World program.
1: Wow, I, so, I what a full review.
0: Uh, I'm getting 14 bottles of wine and two uh, crystal stemware glasses for 59.99 on the renter offer. Now, you just got to remember to cancel it. But
1: how much does that normally cost?
0: It's like a $300 value. Okay. So we're not talking the nicest wine in the world, but and I'm still going to go to the Central Market. What's what, Randy? What is the next month cost? <coughs> he said 300. Uh, it,
1: it's you said 300 dollars value. Oh, value. That sounds like yeah. uh, some infomercial. Like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Value. So I, like, I I have already I like like, already
0: put in my ca- my calendar to to cancel this thing. So but what I don't. If I don't, you don't. No, I am cancel. But cancelling. what if you
1: don't? What is it?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, like, how do we? how do we know these are good wines how are we not that's that's fair the the quality is like the red lobster quality wine
0: then national geographic is going to get a strongly worded email okay i don't care that you're selling me wine don't sell me shit wine i still go to central market though and did uh solid wines
1: i mean the wine that we we were part of a wine subscription for a little bit but it was like through a actual that's the napa, napa thing
0: right is you all, everybody gets gob when they go but to it napa. was
1: expensive as hell
0: yeah no, no that's... i mean
1: for good wine but it was expensive you're not yeah. like saving money you're just mm-hmm. getting a shipment of wine to your house
0: correct that yeah
1: That you like wouldn't go out and buy that expensive of wine probably ever yeah but you are drunk in napa so you're like sure i'll do it
0: yeah like oh, sign me up yeah introductory offers sally you're just gonna be living on them okay there's naked wines there's uh Firstly, like we talked about, there's Nat Geo Wines. You're
1: really ruining our ability to ever be sponsored by any of these people because you're just gaming the system.
0: <laughs> if any wine club would like to, uh, wine subscription service would like to sponsor the mail Podcast, we will, uh, we will be all in. and I will not just do the introductory offer. I will get, Brett Merriman promise here, I will fully engage in the subscription. Okay. And not like a sponsored one. That's a real I'll good
1: sell. It. I'm yeah. sure people are going to jump on that <laughs> offer.
0: That's going to do it for us, Sally. Uh, do you have anything else before we bounce? That's it. We are the Mailin Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, five stars, review, and tell a friend about the show. Hit the hotline number, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mailin Podcast. Sally, where can people find you?
1: Sally DeVries on Instagram and Twitter.
0: I am Brett Merriman at Schmerriman on both of those platforms. We'll see you all next week.